listening to the sermon podcast of Brockport First Baptist. We are a progressive American Baptist congregation located about 20 minutes outside of Rochester, New York. To learn more about our church and support our ministries, please visit BrockportFirstBaptist.org. All right, we have four different scriptures to read this morning. Uh, If you're quick with your Bible and would like to follow along, I'll say what the scriptures are. Otherwise, you can just follow along. First is Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for your welfare and not to harm, to give you a future with hope. Then First Peter 1, verses 3 to 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. Romans 5, verse 5. And hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. In Romans 8, verses 24 to 25. For in hope we are saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what is seen? But we hope for what we do not see. We wait for it with patience. It's God's word. Thank you, Ron. So the readings this morning were selected verses about hope, obviously. And... um, Several weeks ago when Dan talked about going on vacation and his next sermon topic, um, he asked if I would do it and I said, well, I already have my title and it was hope is a four letter word. I don't know where that came from, but then Dan said that he was actually going to be doing his next series on hope. But I said at first, just (laughs) want that to be clear. He's just doing what I want, so that's not true. He did. Well, no, it is true, but anyway. If you're playing Scrabble, there are 4,000 four-letter words in the English language. Now, the reference to and use of many four-letter words, and I mean four-letter words, are intended to provoke a reaction to call attention, to identify some strong feeling by the writer or speaker, and are often signified by a beep or (laughs) They're often vulgar and offensive, but they leave us in no doubt as to the intent of the person using them. Hope is a four-letter word that also needs to leave no doubt as to its meaning. What is hope? A noun and a verb. Hope is a feeling of expectation and desire 
for a certain thing to happen, a wish, a plan, an aspiration, a dream. As a verb, archaically, hope means to trust, to expect, to want, to go through life expecting with confidence that everything is going to be okay. Hope is consistently looking forward to that positive outcome, to something planned in our life. Biblical hope is the confident expectation of what God has promised and its strength in his faithfulness. Before we celebrate communion, I would like to share some portions of an article by Anne Lamott entitled Show Up With Hope. Now, Anne Lamott is one of my favorite um, authors and was introduced to me and to all of us by Joanne Cannon, and it's Joanne that sent me this Anne Lamott's plan for facing adversity. Now, it's like four pages, but I'm not going to read the whole thing. Here is the opening. With earth beset by conflict, climate change, pollution, and other ills, the best-selling author asks, what better time to be hopeful? You would almost have to be nuts to be filled with hope in a world so rife with hunger, hatred, climate change, pollution, pestilence, let alone the self-destructive or severely annoying behavior of certain people, both famous and just down the hall, none of whom we will name by name. Yet I have boundless hope most of the time. Hope is sometimes a cranky optimism, trust, and confidence that those I love will be okay, that they will come through whatever life holds in store. Hope is the belief that no matter how dire things look or how long rescue or healing takes, modern science in tandem with people's goodness and caring will boggle our minds in the best way. At regular intervals, life gets a little too real for my taste. The wider world seems full of bombers, polluters, threats of all kinds. My own small world suffers ruptures, a couple of deaths, a couple of breakups, a young adult who had me scared out of my wits for a couple of years. They leave me struggling to stay on my feet. In these situations, I usually have one of two responses, either that I am doomed or that I need to figure out whom to blame and then correct their behavior. But neither of these is true. The truth is that through the workings of love, science, community, time, and what I dare to call grace, some elemental shift will occur and we will find we are semi-okay again. And even semi-okay can be a miracle. Show up with hope to help on any day, in any place, we can find opportunities to work for good and create hope. We take the action, soup kitchens, quick restoration, mentoring, and then insight follows that by showing up with hope, 
to help others, I'm guaranteed that hope is present. Then my own hope increases. By creating hope for others, I end up awash in the stuff. We create goodness in the world, and that gives us hope. We plant bulbs in the cold, stony dirt of winter, and our aging arthritic fingers get nicked, but we just do it. And a couple of months later, life blooms as daffodils, paper whites, and tulips. We might hope that this will happen and be disappointed, but when instead we have hope in the resilience and power of the human spirit, in innovation, in laughter, in nature, we won't be disappointed. Sometimes hope is a radical act, sometimes a quietly merciful response, sometimes a second wind or just an increased awareness of goodness and beauty. Maybe you didn't get what you prayed for, but what you got instead was waking to the momentousness of life and the power of loving hearts. You hope to wake up in time to see the dawn the first light, a technicolor sunrise, but the early morning instead is cloudy with mist. Still, as you linger, the ridge stands out majestically black against a milky sky, and if you pay attention, you'll see the setting of the moon that illumined us all as we slept, and you see a new day dawn with hope. Let's celebrate communion. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. You can connect with us on Facebook at Brockport First Baptist, on Twitter at BrockportFB, and on our website, BrockportFirstBaptist.org. Our theme music was composed by Scott Holmes. This has been a production of Brockport First Baptist.